welcome to another episode of the New York City K-Pop Queens. I'm your co-host, Emily. I'm your co-host, Charity. Episode number 33. That feels like a lucky number. Yes. Maybe. Maybe it's because we're talking about Bacon tonight. Bacon, his Japanese single and music video came out. We'll give you our full review. And of course, we watched his concert this past weekend. As you can probably guess, I totally flipped out and lost it. We have a lot <laughs> to dive into. So we're going to give you our thoughts on all things bacon. But there was a lot of other stuff that happened since we talked to you last time. We hope you had a wonderful New Year's. All of these New Year's concerts, there's a lot to unpack there. Big hit, SM, the NBC, Gaio. We'll go over all of it. We'll give you our takes on those things. Also, some predictions. 2021, who's going to break out this year? We have a fun quiz, and a lot of drama is happening this week, Charity. A lot of tea. <laughs> there is some, <laughs> some drama and gossip to talk about, and we are going to dive into it. So stay tuned for that later. Plus some news. We've got poll results. Charity, happy new year. How are you doing tonight? Happy new year. I'm good. New year, new us. Yes. 2021. Positivity. Let's try to live our best lives. Things are still pretty crazy, but we're going to try to move into this year with hope and love and positivity. And maybe the universe will follow us and stuff will get better. Live concerts, 2021, please. Right. Let's all use our positive energy and we'll focus on that (laughs) and we'll make it happen. Yes. We've got to to get the queendom and the K-pop community together at a show. We're going to make it happen. So fingers crossed 2021 gets a little bit better. But no matter what, we'll be here every week, Thursday. New episodes drop. Give us a follow. uh, Social media, NYC, K-pop queens. You can find us on Instagram and especially Twitter where K-pop stands are so active. Give us a follow. We'll follow you back. We want to be friends. Shoot us a DM. Thank you so much to our loyal queendom that listens every week. We love you. We're so grateful for you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to have you here again. Welcome new listeners. Happy to have you here. We need to get into this charity. I've got to talk about bacon. So <laughs> <laughs> sorry to fast forward everyone, but I am so excited. But real quick. Let's talk about some poll results. We asked a few things on Twitter this week. In watching the Bacon concert, it was $40. And I was like, meh, that's kind of expensive. That's, you know, that's not cheap. Bacon's worth it. No shade. Bacon is worth all the money. But we were curious about how you guys feel about the pricing of these virtual concerts because they kind of have run the gamut and now they've settled around this price point. So we asked, you know, your faves are having a virtual concert. How much are you willing to pay for a ticket? And the choices we gave were up to $20, up to $40, anything, or nothing, I'm broke. (laughs) So up to $40, one with 46%. And then 33% said nothing, I'm broke. 17% said anything. And only 4% said up to 20. So they're smart. I mean, they've kind of found their price point, I think, of up to $40. That feels fair to me. Like, I don't necessarily want to spend more than that to sit at home and watch something like on my computer. It's like, "Mm." because when you get into more than that, that's the starting point of probably the cheapest tickets in person. Yes. I'm sure that's coming up with this price point. Yeah. It feels like, okay, but this is still virtual. It's a different thing, different experience. 
I'm not going to drop $150 no, for something like this. Absolutely not. I think 40 is a fair price point for your faves. There are some artists that if it was $40, I don't know if I would shell that out. I'm not sure. But obviously for someone like Bacon, yes. And let's be honest, y'all know I would shell out more. I mean, I'm not going to mess with it. Yeah. For sure, I would shell out a lot. Yeah. Yeah, then that gets into that anything category. <laughs> so so we feel you all. Thank you so much for voting. I think we both agree. I think we agree. I wasn't sure. I kind of just, it made me think, okay, what's too expensive? And what do we all feel like is maybe fair? I agree with the Queendom charity. I think that was a good, a good one. Yeah. And then we're here. We're in January. Not a lot of new releases this week, but boy, next week we start to ramp up and we're back to new music Finally, I'm so excited. It's been fun to talk about all of the shows. We've got great New Year's Eve concerts to review tonight. But our bread and butter, what Charity and I love to do, is review new albums. Mm -hmm. So we're getting there. Next week, it really starts. So we asked, um, with all these January comebacks, out of these four artists, which one are you most excited for? Super Junior, Idol, Treasure, or 1S? And Idol won with 43%. I am actually surprised. I thought for sure Treasure would win. Treasure got 24. 1S got 19. And Super Junior got 14. I'm kind of surprised at the low numbers for Super Junior because yeah. I know people are pretty excited about that. So it just speaks to, you know, the diverse tastes in K-pop that mm. there's a lot of different ones there. And I, yeah, I don't know who I would pick, honestly. I didn't vote in this, obviously. <laughs> so... Thank you all so much for voting. I think the Idol comeback is going to be huge and it'll be a fun one for us to talk about. Yeah. So thank you for voting. If you want to vote in our polls or interact with us, Twitter, NYC K-Pop Queens. Give us a follow. Real quick, let's shout out some of our friends, some of our Queendom listeners. Shout out San Diego, California, Taipei, Moscow, Singapore, Madrid. We see you listening all over the world. Thank you. Thank you so much. We love you. What a cool international community we're so building cool. here. That's so exciting. Like, thank you guys so much. I know I, I use the word exciting a lot. But it is. But it genuinely is. Yeah. It's hard to find another word. It's really, really cool. So thank you all so much for listening. Happy 2021. We're in this together. Let's have a great year. And what a way to kick it off with Your the man. love of my life. The love <laughs> of my life, Charity. Bacon said, I'm here to save the day. I will give you a bop for 2021. I'm going to serve everything in this music video and this song. Like, okay. So Get You Alone by Bacon. It's the first single from his Japanese album that comes out later this month. Of course, we'll talk about it. But the song came out, music video. <sighs> of course, I have thoughts. But Charity, let's get yours first. <laughs> It's it's not going to be the Emily Love Fest for Bacon. I promise. <laughs> I'm trying to be objective. It's a great song. I loved it. I immediately added it to my infamous playlist. Yes. You know, when I listened the first time, I was like grooving along. And then I'm going to listen again. I'm not saying he sounds like him. But the vibe of the song kind of reminded me of Jamiroquai. Oh, I love that. Oh, my I goodness. Think. What a great catch, Charity. Yes. <gasps> Charity. Oh. <laughs> This is why you're paid the big bucks here at the <laughs> NYC K-Pop Queens podcast. That observation. It yeah. immediately, I'm like, oh my God, it reminded me of Tamiroquai. Yeah. 
Yeah. And for those of you that don't know, we'll put it on our playlist. We put a playlist up on Spotify with songs that we speak about every week on the pod. Jamiroquai is so, so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. Look up Jamiroquai. That first album of theirs was ridiculous. Like so good. Yeah. I can totally get that vibe. Ooh. Again, I'm down for this. Right? The song, honestly, and I'm being objective, it is so slick and cool. Mm-hmm. And that is Jamiroquai. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a perfect comparison. It made me immediately think that it should be. <laughs> no. Um, this is a real uh, deep cut at uh, that movie, Center Stage, where Jamiroquai was of all course. up in the course. I was listening to it. And I'm like, oh my God, this should be on the Center Stage soundtrack. <laughs> Have you all seen Center Stage? It's great. It starts really with the good. Jamiroquai song. Yeah. There's yeah. two Cosmic Girl Can't Heat. Yeah. Yes. This yes. has turned into a Jamiroquai fan club podcast. <laughs> Welcome, <laughs> listeners. Um, <laughs> we're big fans. 90s group Jamiroquai. Uh, yeah. Really cool. It's a super catchy song. I think it's so slick. It's so cool. It's really memorable. And it would work in a scene in a movie for sure. Mm-hmm. It's really like it has that hook that you that stays in your head yeah i love the chorus i think the chorus is so well done and the music video we have to talk about the music video for this i feel like we finally get to see who bacon is everything about him you see the charming goofy funny personality and you see the slick handsome cool guy (laughs) and i think that's bacon i think he has both of those parts like he could be both oh for sure the duality of him like he really is that guy and I just love that we got to see it because a lot of times you don't get to see that side of bacon until you watch all of the behind the scene and reality shows when you watch like you know the slick music videos that SM produces they're great and he always looks great but you're not seeing like the fun Mm -hmm. personality I loved that they let him really shine in this one I thought it was such a good vehicle for who he is such a star oh my god also just say who is turning bacon down for a date because that's not realistic (laughs) like dorky bacon dorky bacon is still the cutest thing in the world i will never (laughs) say no like dorky bacon for those of you that don't know i hope you watch the music video after you listen to this because we're highly recommending it bacon plays a dating coach and then he also plays like a nerdy guy who needs a dating coach so he's watching this kind of infomercial on how to get girls and taking notes And it goes back and forth between the two. It's really a cute idea. Great concept. And again, it gives him license to do some acting and be playful. And he just nails it. It's like, oh my God, it was so funny. But then also really sexy. The choreography, first of all, thank you, SM. I love this choreography. I love the hips and the footwork. It's perfect. It fits him so well. But that scene where he's like in the car and with the parking ticket and the whole thing, he looks phenomenal. Like he looks so good. I just love it. I obviously I'm always rooting for bacon and I'm excited. And I thought amusement park was very pretty, but this one really, to me, I love this. This is my favorite bacon song. Yes. Right. I think I'm always going to have a soft spot for you and village. I like the vibe of that album a lot, but I agree. There's something with this, It just fits him as an artist so well. Mm -hmm. He can still show off his vocals. It's just catchy. It's appealing. Yeah, I think Bacon knocked it out of the park with this one. Can't wait for that Japanese album now. And we got a little bit of a preview during the light concert so we can 
get into that. But yeah, Get You Alone. It's very cool. Please check it out. Music video on YouTube. But we can play you a clip right now. I think they need to hear it big time. Let's do it. This is Get You Alone by Bacon. And I don't know anybody that's going to turn you down for a date. I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You feel me? Loading them up on. It, it only takes structure. And, and, you know, just paying attention to the climate of the game. Yeah. Know what I mean? So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little you mean? Yeah, yeah, we all we all artists over here, man. I'm trying Oh, yeah, I'm trying I'm trying I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah. Yo, we all artists, man. We go you feel me? We going to have this like Bro, me and my man, like me and my man Kyle, we be like, I don't know, we play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right now. With this I gotta lie, we play with this shit right now for real. Oh, don't lie. play with it. Play with it. No. Take that shit serious. <laughs> like, like, trust me, get you alone. You don't have to try. Like, right? it's not. There's no effort here. He is put. He's doing the most, and honestly. <laughs> He just has to wake up and have a, be- a beating heart and be able to walk. And I'm like, perfect. Oh, sure. Like, they, yeah. like there's no, e- no effort is needed, but the song is so, per- it's so, so good. Perfect. I love the, so like the high, like, it's so good. Yes. It's so good. Um, the whole thing. Love it. Catchy. And it, I think the Jamiroquai thing is right on. It also reminds me a little bit of kind of the funky disco what we've deemed like solid gold late seventies, early eighties vibe too. So it, it's really right in the pocket. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Congratulations, Bacon. Let's talk about what Bacon was up to this weekend. Wow. So the light concert was on Sunday. You know that at one in the morning I was bright eye and bushy tailed, <laughs> ready for this. I was ready. And it drew really good numbers. 110,000 people tuned into this. And we were all watching across the world simultaneously. That's a lot. That's bigger. That's way bigger. How how much do stadiums hold? Like Um, 80 to 90,000? It depends on the stadium. Yeah. Like the O2 stadium stadium. in London, I think, is like 80 to 90,000. I think some of them are maybe like 60, the football stadiums in America. So still, that would be like a couple stadiums. Like, that's huge. Yeah. So he did a big stadium show. Congratulations on that. Massive numbers. And I'm going to say this objectively. It was worth the $40. I was a little nervous because it was a Beyond Live concert. Mm -hmm. And we talked about kind of the drawbacks of this format when we reviewed NCT last week. 
So I was a little bit nervous. No, the set was completely different. The whole vibe was different. They spent money. This was clearly a different deal for SM. And I'm so happy they did because it was really a superstar showcase for Bacon. Everything from the costumes, the set design, choreography, the set list. Are you kidding me? Like when he walked out and started with Young, I was like, oh, interesting song choice to start with. Made some changes to this version. He was so confident. He just looked like a superstar. And I was like, I don't want to say I was blown away because you all know, obviously, what a fan I am of his. But I think it's easy to categorize Bacon in a different light. You know, he's the good voice Mm -hmm. or he's the goofy guy. No, he's also a superstar. He's really a solo artist that's a superstar. He proved that during this concert. I was shocked. I love that he didn't have just one look because I feel like sometimes with concerts, there can be an aesthetic they stick with. And he was just all over the place in the best way. In the best way, like casual and like with the white sweatsuit and then Mm -hmm. the epic look. When I saw it, I was like, oh my God, I hope Emily's not dead right now because oh Oh, my goodness. Died. Psycho? (laughs) Yeah. Of course I died. Of course I died. How am I supposed to live through that? How am I even here right now? I'm not. This is just my voice talking. My body has been dead since that concert. It was really, really sexy. The makeup, the choreography. That's not an easy look to pull off. He looked so sexy and menacing and hot. And again, just confident. Like, Bacon just has a vibe about him. It's like, holy crap. And then he'll be wearing a plaid, like, sport coat and laughing and being and cheesing it up i mean he goes from one extreme to the other so naturally it's like oh wow but it fits him it were exactly it's who he is it's so cool it's so well done and it doesn't feel like any effort you know Mm -hmm. we've talked about it before like the it factor when people have it they just have it and you don't see them trying and you, you just feel a difference and I felt like watching this concert. I felt that from him genuinely. Not because I love him. I was just really blown away. Similar to what I saw with Taman this year mm-hmm. when I really became passionate about, oh yeah, Taman's a star. This is great. Boy, did Bacon show up for his concert. Wow. I was just like blown away. The VCR, the video that they played, what? I mean, this was like if you were going to the concert, kind of similar to what BTS did when they did their, what we would have seen had they had their concert last year, you know, they did the full set list. That's what Bacon did. And he did the videos and the VCR stuff. That video, I'm sorry, is this a blockbuster movie? Like, (laughs) he is such an actor. He is such an actor. I died. Really good actor. It was amazing. And of course, they have to kill the girl at the end and Bacon has to cry. I was like, oh, bring the drama, Bacon. You know what I love? Like, here's a K-drama for you guys in my concert, just just in case you need it more entertainment. Seriously. Or in case there was any question that I'm an amazing actor too. Hmm. Watch this. In case you haven't seen my Super M (gasps) K-drama, I'm going to give you another one. (laughs) That one made me cry too. And and in that one, his wife died. They love giving people for Bacon to fall in love with and killing them off. And I just want to say something. Well, speaking of, I was going to say, um, if anyone's listening, I would be really happy to be cast as the girl that gets murdered in a bacon video. This doesn't have to be a K drama. It could be something like this—a little five-minute video, play at his concert. But 
I can clear my schedule. I think I can do it. And, you know, I just want to put it out there. I don't know if you thought I was too busy or if maybe I wasn't interested, but well, I can, I just, Charity, I, you never know. Our podcast is growing. We're doing pretty well. They could think I'm too busy. I just, she's not. I can tell you right now, she's not too busy. We're putting it on record. I will definitely act opposite Bacon in one of these. I would love to be the one that gets murdered that he cries about. You don't even have to give me lines. Just like, <laughs> let's establish we're a couple for a few seconds that I'll lay on the floor and be dead. Oh, Perfect. my cheeks are laughing at you. Why are you so funny? <laughs> well, Terry, I just, just put it out there because Bacon uh, is a great actor. I would be honored to be in a scene with him. So there we go. I would pay money to see that. I would pay money for this gay drama. I'm just going to say. I think a lot of people would. I'd probably be laying there with a weird smile on my face the whole time and ruin it. <laughs> I know what you'll do. You'll be like, hey, Bacon, can you do that dance for me? <laughs> oh, my God. That would be can we recreate replay and shiny and Lucas? Can we please recreate oh. the Lucas K drama scene? Oh my God, Charity, oh. I am dying. Okay, um. <laughs> because you all know we talked about that. You're you're exactly right. That's my yeah. line. That would be. I'm dying. I'm bleeding. They can do the dance for me one more time. Yes. That would be your K drama with Megan. I'm telling you right now. Oh. <laughs> and, and, but I'm telling you though, I'd smile the whole time and I'd get tired. <laughs> I couldn't be serious dying. I'd be like, this is the best day of my life. <laughs> Anyways, now we, sorry, everyone. We veered off into Emily's fantasy world. Um, we're back. We're back. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Emily, your cheeks hurt all the time from laughing. <laughs> no, only charities. I think everyone else is like, oh, great. Crazy. Crazy. I mean, I'm always <laughs> oh, goodness. But the concert was amazing. Loved Psycho. And something else I want to give him props for, the way he interacts with his dancers, he's always smiling and joking around and making eye contact. He looks so comfortable and confident, and I think he'd be really fun to work with. Like, Because yeah. you don't see that a lot in K-pop. He's very present. I feel like some people, when yes. they perform, they are very much worried about how they present out. And mm-hmm. he is more in the moment. In the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Great observation. You're right. And you can feel it. Mm -hmm. Like it just feels very authentic and genuine. I thought vocally, it's no surprise, but wow. (laughs) He served. And when he sat down and started playing the piano. Oh my goodness. I even died. I'm like, oh, I hope I only okay. (laughs) Well, I wasn't. Die, die, die. Like, no, of course I wasn't. He does my answer on the piano. What am I supposed to do? Live. Like that was, it was really beautiful. And again, there's something else he can do. He can really play the piano. He can sit down and play and sing. And you don't get to see K-pop idols do that that often. So it was really refreshing. I thought that was smart that they put that in. Speaking of EXO, I loved the other EXO songs, Call Me Baby and Growl later in the show. That was really nice. And I liked it when he's like, oh, I'm tired. It's hard to sing these by myself. I was like, (laughs) Like, like his ad libs, the way he talked between songs. Again, it's what you pointed out. He was so present and having He's a lot a veteran. of fun. He is, exactly. There were no nerves. And if no. there were, we couldn't see him, which is pretty impressive because this was a huge show. I'd be very nervous. But new Japanese songs sounded really good. I can't wait for that album. I thought it was smart to give us more than just a little bit of a taste. 
obviously performing the new song was really cool. Like get you alone. A hit. The choreography is cool. I love that footwork segment so much. That was fun. And I loved the way he ended it, like walking to the car and dancing inside to cherish old XO song. How fun and cute. Like the concert didn't end with the stage going black. The concert ended with Bacon in the car, driving away with his friends, singing and laughing. And it just was such a fun, organic moment of like, yes, you did this. Like really, really cool. He just keeps raising his stock, you know, Mm -hmm. like he can do anything. The person and the artist he is is constantly evolving. So sorry, I don't have much critical to say about this. (laughs) No, it was was great. Really, really well done. Like Tame End won you over this year. I now have been converted. Not that I wasn't a Bacon fan before, but I definitely got uh, with his, you know, Candy and Ghost and now this. I'm like, okay, Bacon, you're on my playlist now. I see you. See? Yeah. See? That's how I felt about Tame End. Like I liked him. I got people liked him and he was good. But then it was just like, oh, wait. Yeah, no. This guy's a star. I get it. Yeah. It's the aha moment Mm -hmm. for charity with Bacon. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to move on soon, everyone. I promise. I hope you're not nauseated listening to me. Gosh, ever bacon. But the other thing I really liked, there was one part where he was like, oh, you're watching with your parents. What are they saying? They want me to be their future son-in-law. He said something <laughs> like that at some point I that I was just like, oh, he's so funny. Yes, obviously. <laughs> Crap. The guys I've dated, my parents would be thrilled to have bacon. Trust. Yeah, right. <laughs> Please. Uh, he's, he's the dream. Just a great job. Just a great weekend for Bacon. What a triumph. Congratulations. Congrats, Emily Fu. Yes, that's my alt. My alt is killing it. Again, what a great way to start 2021. And in EXO, they all have powers. They were given powers when it started. We don't have to get into that. But Bacon's is light. And it all makes sense. Like, he's such a bright light. You know, Mm -hmm. there's something with his energy that's such a joy and kind of yellow color it's a bright light it's light going into the new year which is what we all need so hopefully you all watched it and enjoyed it if you're into bacon and it's your thing if not check out the new song it's great it's really good but maybe you're more into big hit artists maybe you're into bts and big hit so let's get into these new year's eve concerts there were two on new year's eve and then one on new year's day so of course we tuned into all of them like we said we would last week Let's get into Big Hit first. So let's just talk about, you know, what were your thoughts on it? How do you feel about the Big Hit New Year's Eve show? I mean, I liked that they wanted to include other artists that were not physically there, but I'm just not a big fan of having someone be there virtually. Like I'm already watching this virtually and then you have someone, you know, zoomed in or whatever technology you use virtually. I could have done without that. I really could have. Okay. Like, I don't need okay. Halsey on the, the screen. I don't need Steve Aoki. I don't need love. Yeah. I don't need that. I just need BTS and TXT and, and Hypen and G-Friend. I need them in person. I don't need the green screen of another artist in. I get that. Yeah. I get that. I will have to say, though, I disagree because I feel like we all have a little bit of end of year fatigue watching the same performances over and over again. So it did bring in like a different element because we've seen those songs maybe a lot, but I get what you're saying. I just felt like, especially BTS's segment, it just felt refreshing to see songs. We haven't seen them perform for a while. 
Yeah. It's like, oh, mic drop. Yes. Oh God, yes. I will never get tired. They need to always have that in their subject. Right? Always. Oh my goodness. Mic drop is like the song. It's so freaking good. I liked their set list. I thought it was great. During mic drop, Jimin was really doing that growl a lot. He sure like, was. I don't know Jimin if he heard. Always he, he, lately. I'm like, well, okay, Jimin. I he's see. been listening because you talked about that. I think a couple weeks ago, like he really, he was going for it during mic drop. I was like, wow, Jimmy. I Right? <laughs> but I like their set list. And I have so many happy memories to Boy With Love. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was what brought the locals in. To this day, if I say K-pop and then people, BTS, and they're still oh, looking yeah. at me, they'll be like, oh, Saturday Night Live, BTS. I, rem- yeah. I like them. Like that's always kind of, people mention Saturday Night Live quite a bit. A lot of good memories to that. And I liked the law version of Make It Right while they performed it. I think that acoustic arrangement yeah. works really nicely with that song. I, I like that song, but it wasn't like my number one favorite. So I liked that version of it. And it was something I hadn't listened to for a while. So again, I think I just enjoyed it because it was refreshing after seeing the same performances like over and over again. And Yungi was in that one, but he wasn't in... The other stuff. Yeah. So, I, again, like, I mean, I know it was pre-recorded, obviously, but have some kind of illusion of this being like a live concert. I mean, come on. I don't know. No, I get exactly what you're saying. It didn't feel like a concert. No. It was a show. It was a show, yeah. I would agree with that. I like Best of Me. I love that song. And I liked JK rapping Yoongi's part. Like, yeah. bring back rapper JK. I think... JK could be a rapper in any K-pop group. He really could. Yeah. Like, he's so good at it. I loved that. I liked their set list. Before we move on, I have some other thoughts on the big hit show. But I want to play a clip, if you don't mind, of that yeah. Make It Right with Love. Because yeah. it's a different version of that song. Um, maybe everyone hasn't heard it. But that was probably my favorite part of their set list. Because I, I like his voice quite a bit. when any artist does an acoustic version of a song yeah it's just a different vibe yeah it just brings a little bit of a different vibe and I think you know that's a little bit different than what we saw them perform obviously but like the vocals are different when they're with another artist it kind of makes it sometimes when you're with somebody you know it makes you step up your game mm-hmm. or vice versa and I think the way love starts it he has such a nice voice that I'm like okay here we go it's it's really good I like that collaboration quite a bit the Big Hit concert wasn't my absolute fave. I think they kind of fumbled things a little bit with the countdown. Like, why just have the countdown on the screen? All the artists should have been involved in that. That was weird. Yeah. You know, TXT, G-Friend, and Hypen, 
they're kind of the most exciting to me at the moment, just because I love all the songs from their debut. So I'm excited to see them. I think what feels weird to me, because we know Big Hit as BTS, now you have all these other artists on the label and it feels very much like it's BTS and their little brothers and sisters. And I don't know if I'm off on that, but that's how I always feel like it's kind of promoted and they're kind of pushing stuff like that's the vibe. And I think the dynamic just gets a little off from that. Like when all the leaders were standing on stage, it felt like a little, it's not quite a family maybe yet, or maybe just because we're so used to big hit just being BTS, seeing them now on a label with all these other artists, it's a little foreign. And I think it'll take me time to get used to. I know it was weird to see other people there with June because I think of June yes, as the, exactly. the leader of Big Hit because he's the leader of BTS. Yes. And it's like, here are all the other leaders. But you feel this kind of divide between BTS and them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel it very clearly. That's why I kind of thought of like, oh, they're the cool, successful older brother. Here's the little siblings. There's yeah. this thing that's very clear when you're watching all of their stuff. So that's it's just the feel. And it's no one's fault. I'm not hating or you know, being negative about it, I think it's it's the nature of the beast. They were the only artists on that label for years. Now they're super successful, so is the label. They've acquired other labels. This is going to happen. I just think they have to figure out a way to promote it and blend it all together a little better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, I would have liked more of a concert feel. Uh, it felt kind of just like the weekly variety shows a little bit, mm-hmm. the stages. But you know, it's COVID. They try to do a New Year's Eve show and give us something and give us content. And I appreciate the different set lists and songs, you know, some favorite BTS songs we haven't heard for a while. It was great to see them. I liked their New Year's messages. All good. But for the sake of time, let's move on. Then we had the next day, New Year's Day, to nurse your hangover, SM (laughs) did like a four hour concert. Oh my goodness. (laughs) I know. It was so long. It was, was long. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And that one was more, you know, with the time difference, that was like New Year's Eve for us. I think it started at 11 p.m. Mm-hmm. our time. So, yeah, I I watched most of that one live. So good. It felt, you know, they've been around longer. Maybe there's the difference. It just felt like a very clear roster of all different types of artists. And it was it was really well done. Big Hit didn't release their numbers, but the SM concert drew 35.8 million viewers. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. And even though they did similar, like they had Taeyong in the Super M stuff, but not Mm -hmm. in NCT. So clearly some of the stuff was pre-recorded, but because it was like a concert format, it didn't feel like I am watching a show. It felt like I was watching a concert. Yes, because they did. They pre-recorded the stuff. I could tell the stuff that was pre-recorded, and mm-hmm. it wasn't that much. Yeah, I think they clearly did it right before Taeyong took a break because mm-hmm. you could see he was a little bit uncomfortable at certain points. I could yeah. tell, and some of that choreography, Taeyong goes so hard, and the movements were a little bit—not that he didn't go hard, but you could just see the extension and the movements weren't all full. So yeah, I'm guessing they had to pre-record his parts. They did one NCT song where he really wasn't active. Yeah. And the other NCT stuff looked live and it felt to me like it was really like the Super M stuff. But I agree with you. They did it in a really well done way where it didn't feel like, okay, here's a recorded thing on a set that we've seen mm-hmm. them do 50 times. Yeah. Um, 
And again, I would say 90% of the concert was live. We were watching it live. Yeah, it, it was good. I loved seeing Red Velvet. So nice to see all five of those ladies together. And I thought they gave a wonderful performance. I know. I love that song, Psycho. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's so good. So good. Super M. Obviously, they were great. There was one moment during 100 where Bacon and Taeyong like slapped hands and smiled. And it was so like cute. the cutest, happiest <laughs> moment ever. They were so happy. And then they started dancing. It was adorable. Yeah. And I, I think they looked and sounded so good during Better Days. I love that song. I love that. I love it. I love it. I feel like that's the anthem mm-hmm. <laughs> for last year, going into this year. There's going to be better days, and they looked great. I liked the light suits. Speaking of clothes, though, what is going on with your boy Kai? Why does SM put him in a black and white striped crop top every single time? It's the most bizarre thing. It's like we've seen him in this outfit. You just made it look like a torn Freddy Krueger sweater this time. Like, just put him in. It's not. And he looked great. I thought Kai gave a great performance, but it was just like, why are they putting him in that? Yeah, I was not happy with that outfit choice, but – He's such a great performer. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. I'm just so proud of him for it took him yeah. so long to have a solo album. And I don't know why because he's so amazing. I know that's me talking because he's my, you know, <laughs> he's my SM alt basically. But oh, I was so happy. I'm like, you did so good. I wanted to like. He did. He did. <laughs> he represented himself really well. I liked the interaction that Bacon had with Mark during UN Village. Yeah, I love that. I wasn't expecting that was really it. Cute. Really cute, really fun. My boo obviously did amazing, Taman. Oh my, every time. Right. He, he's like the most reliable performer. Oh. He's the most reliable. Like yeah. every time he knocks it out of the park. I thought that Bacon looked a little bit like tired. And I'm not saying he looked bad. I know that usually means bad. But I felt like you could tell like he had been practicing nonstop during mm-hmm. the live performance because his concert was like, I'm sure. The next day or whatever. Yeah. So, I thought Bacon looked a little tired. No shade. I actually kind of liked it because without all the lighting effects of like a pre recorded thing, you got to see what they look like. Mm-hmm. I, it was nice seeing their faces on a real live concert. So I, I loved that. But yeah, Taman always knocks it out of the park. NCT hit after hit after hit after hit. Like they just, they just come out and slay you. And it like, like, oh, I love this song. I love this song. You know who stood out to me a lot during this performance with NCT, who I don't think we've talked about that much? Yuta. Really? Yeah. Yuta has a really good voice. His vocals really stood out to me in the live concert. Because again, during the live concert, there's no effects and Mm -hmm. things haven't been all polished. And you can really hear the voices, see their faces. Because even with all the makeup and the perfect faces, people still have pores. People still yeah. have dark circles under their eyes. Like you could, I liked seeing that. I thought that was really, really nice and smart move by them to not over filter the lighting. But I just thought Yuta, he has a great voice. His vocals really, really yeah. stood out to me. He has a nice, a little bit lower tone. And I'm like, please give him more lines. Like this dude's good. And he doesn't get a lot of lines in He's a great vocalist. Like, yeah, he stood out to me a lot in that performance. Who else? Oh, Super Junior. I love that song. Burn the Floor. Oh, my God. So good. So good. SM, can you put that on Spotify already? Because they've performed it now twice. I've been looking for it forever. And it's not anywhere for me to download. Interesting. Have you found it yet online? I'm looking right now. I'm like, I wonder if they put it on yet. Because... 
I just watch stuff on YouTube. Like I'm a YouTube dork when it comes to stuff like this. After the performance, I'll just watch it over and over again. But yeah, I didn't. You're right. Like I haven't listened yeah. to it on Spotify yet. So I looked for it when I first heard them perform it. I forget what award show it was. I went to look for it. Wasn't there. Then I'm like, okay, they're doing it in this concert again and their comeback soon. It has to be on Spotify and I still can't find it. Yeah, it's not there yet. We'll get it. Come on, SM. We want it. We're thirsty for this comeback. Yeah, Super Junior. I like them more and more every time I see them. Mm -hmm. I'm really like, yeah, this is going to be a good comeback. It was just a great concert. I think Taeyeon is a good vocalist. I think she Mm -hmm. showed really well. You know, I didn't really get into Girls' Generation They were kind of before I started getting into K-pop. I'm familiar, but I haven't like really given them a go. But I know that she's really good because obviously we monitor releases and stuff. And it was Mm -hmm. nice to see her. She's a good vocalist. She's a really professional vocalist. And I loved the ending, that whole ending video that said Shiny is back 2021. I cannot wait. (laughs) Like, talk about getting emotional. I was like, oh my goodness, this is really happening. I know. Great news. Like what way to leave the new year on a high. I felt so happy seeing that. So that's exciting. It's bittersweet, but it's exciting. It is. I think it's still kind of hard to talk about. It's super exciting, but you're missing someone and there's no easy way to navigate that. But I'm happy that they're going to put out new music and continue on. Because it would be a shame not to. Yeah. Uh, And they're all so talented. They're so great. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a hard situation no matter what you do. And I'm happy they're choosing to move forward. Yeah. Yeah. The SM concert was great. I really did enjoy it. I thought it gave us a lot of variety, a lot of different stuff. Mm -hmm. Congrats. Awesome. Then there was yet another New Year's Eve concert. Like K-pop doesn't give us enough content. Right? We, we need more. <laughs> MVC Gaio. So this had, you know, the artists that aren't on SM or Big Hit, even though a couple of the SM artists did perform. Mm-hmm. I thought this one was really fun. I, it was really fun. And I think the reason I loved it, the collaborations. Yes. It was so cool to see everyone paired up in such different trios or groups or duos even and some of them did dance covers and some of them did like singing and dancing I liked the variety and I loved the pairing it was one particular pairing that we know that I died about I thought I was gonna like pass out watching it with Shonu and Ten doing that um dance cover I my mouth was open the entire time like who thought of that did they get into your brain they did they got into my brain that's what they did Let's do some sexy shirtless dancing for charity. I, I looked at it. I was like, is this really happening? I texted you. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> okay. Well, I think I've been seen. <laughs> yeah. Someone's listening. Because, um, no, it felt like two of charities, like charity's alt of alt, her ultimate bias, and then one of her oh, other biases. Oh, my goodness. Decided to do a little dance, a sexy dance for her. So that was nice. That was a nice... That's nice New Year's. Our biases are giving us New Year's presents this year. I Yeah, I, this one just felt really fun. A celebration mm-hmm. for the end of the year. I loved the collab stages. I thought Hyunjin sounded really good singing. I was kind of surprised when he started singing his part in his trio. And this is just like 
something that happens all the time in k-pop just because someone has a low voice they make them a rapper no Mm -hmm. you can have low tones let this person sing like he's a good singer and stray kids you know they killed it per usual they were having fun i liked luna's performance i like you know why not's a great song and i thought they gave a good performance Idol, I give props to them for the all-black costumes and choreography. It reminded me of Taman a little bit. I mm-hmm. kind of saw what they were going for, and I liked it. I Can't Stop Me Disco. Loved, but I've got to so say good. this. Those outfits were not disco. Two of them were in disco outfits. The rest, I don't know what they were doing. Yeah, they weren't disco, but I thought they right. were I thought they were, they were cute together. Yeah. But the two were obvious disco, and then the rest yeah. were just silver dresses. And I'm like, yeah. come on, like... Every once in a while, the twice stylists are, make those mistakes that I'm like, eh. Cravity, Monster X, fantastic. I yeah. loved Cravity coming out and doing the dance like first. I don't want to say solo, but they did the dance a dance performance first. Great. I think Cravity is reminding everyone, you know, okay, and hype and treasure, yes, but we're in the mix for that year too. Like yeah, they're, they're really, really, really talented. So I was excited to see that. I thought they killed it. The thing that I think is the best thing. The boys and Luna did a dance to the weekend. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they did a dance to Blighty Light by the weekend. I don't know why, but it just made me laugh. It made me happy. No shade at all. I think it was interesting to see K pop stars dance to that song mm-hmm. because the beat and the sound is a lot slower. It just felt very different than what they normally do. The best part of it is the weekend posted it the next day on his Instagram story. Oh my God, that's amazing. So the weekend who has like 27 million followers posted that on his Instagram story. That's so nice. Yeah. The weekend he notices K-pop mm-hmm. for sure. You know, he gave a really nice shout out to BTS when they got the number one on the Billboard 100. He did this. And the thing that to me that really proves he pays attention is his album, you know, it has an entire storyline and mm-hmm. the music videos have told a story. And that's, that's what we always talk about. We love with K-pop and you don't see many Western artists do that, especially with the music videos. So I love what The Weeknd's doing, obviously. I'm like, yes, keep doing this. I think he's brilliant. But I also thought that was really cool for those artists. That must've been a huge deal to know The Weeknd just like shared your dance on Instagram. That's so cool. Right? Like shout out to the boys and Luna. It was was just really a fun, fun show. And I want to give a special kind of, I want to give some love. I've been hard on her, but your girl, Hwasa. My gosh. I thought Angel. her performance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, she started with LMM, which was by far my favorite song off her album. It's such a beautiful ballad. And it was a stunning performance. Yeah. Great styling. Oh my gosh. And she looked great. The styling was great. Mm-hmm. I loved her standing in front of that moon and then the modern dancers in front of her it went with the song it was dramatic and beautiful and I know I've been hard on her but like this is why because she can really sing she has a lot of talent and everything else that she does I know it's very commercially successful in Korea and I know people like it what I'll say is other people can do that other people can't sing like her Other people can't do LMM like her. So it's like, I just, I think when you're an artist in any realm and you have a gift that other people can't copy or duplicate, that's the lane you should be in. Do that. 
Because these other girls can't do that. They can't hang with her on this, on a song like that, you know? That's my frustration. To do uh, like a cool jazz album. Oh my goodness. She her has voice. a great voice. No, just I wish she would do Unplugged. Yeah. Remember that? Like just basically yeah. her and like a piano, her and a guitar. Yeah. And just, yep. I think that would be beautiful. And that's why this worked so well for me because it was like, take away the dancers and the mm-hmm. sexy. She doesn't need the like over the top sexual stuff. She doesn't need it. And I know that that's her thing because these other artists aren't doing it. When you have talent, you don't need to. When you don't have talent or you're an okay singer who lip syncs a lot, like a lot of American artists, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's your thing. They'll say you're a good dancer and you're sexy. You don't have to do that when you can really sing. It just kind of takes away from it because like, again, other people can do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's It's not hard. It's not hard for a lot of singers and pop stars to do those dance routines and dress like whatever. It's 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 a thing. It's me. It's fine. And some of the songs are catchy. It's fine. Everyone doesn't have a good voice, and everyone doesn't have that that tone, and they can't stand there and perform that and like really connect emotionally. She can. So like, yeah, I just want to see more of that. I thought that was one of the best performances of the night. That's one of my favorite songs. Do we want to play a clip of it so people can yes. be reminded if they haven't heard it? Yes. Let's play a clip. LMM. This was off Fossa's solo album. We reviewed a long time ago. It's the last song on the album if you want to check it out. pretty so so really really pretty like it's a great song and I'm happy she did that because I know I sound really hard on her and kind of hard on Mamamoo not my vibe it hasn't clicked for me for a lot of reasons but when she does this stuff yeah perfect really beautiful performance good job Wasa it was just a great show a lot of it was it was a variety show we saw a lot of different stuff it was fun I thought that was a really fun show to watch Again, because we got to see some stages, like you said, stuff we haven't seen. Mm -hmm. So it was refreshing. Awesome. Awesome New Year's Eve concerts. But now we're in the new year, 2021. Charity, off the top of your head, like who do you think is going to have a breakout year? Who's having a breakout year this year? Or who do you hope does? Or where do we think the vibe is? I honestly think Treasure. And I'll tell you why. They had an epic rookie year for one. They're finally going to release their full-length album. Yeah. They can do such different kinds of songs. Like they can be super hard and sexy and they can also be really sweet and and a little more younger, but it still feels like it fits them, both versions. And mm-hmm. 
I feel like they can do more. I really think that on this album, they're going to show us an even different side of them that we haven't already seen. Oh, for sure. No, I think I think for sure Treasure's going to have a huge 2021. Yeah, I think they're a good bet. I would agree with you on that 100%. Who do you think? Besides Treasure, I definitely have Treasure. But I think the group that's really interesting to me right now that I want to see more of and I just feel like they're poised that they could have a breakout year is ACE. Mm-hmm. They've been around for three years. They deserve a lot more love, a lot more respect. They're some of the best vocalists in all of K-pop. I love what they do. They bring a different edge and a different vibe. Not that they're similar to Pentagon, but it reminds me of that energy. They're a different type of group. Mm-hmm. And I really like them. And it, I'm kind of like, why hasn't this group caught on? Yeah. They have a song with Steve Aoki coming out on Friday. I love you're probably listening to this. A remix of a song that I absolutely loved that came out last year. I feel like they're going to hit. I think 2021 could be a good year for ACE. And they're one of those groups that's been around three years. It's time for them to hit. It's time for more people to give them love. Treasure for sure. 2021 is going to be bigger and better in K-pop, I think, because- There's more eyes on it. Exactly. You've had this massive crossover to Mm -hmm. the West, the United States. There's so much opportunity. So I think it's going to be a big year. I think you're going to see a lot of groups find success. Mm Mm-hmm. I hope so. I hope everyone finds success. They all work so hard. All of these people are talented and the work that they put in, it's easy for us to watch to be like, oh, not my vibe. No, they're all great. And they all deserve success and love. So I'm hoping the best for all of these groups in 2021. K-pop, take over the world. We are here <laughs> for it. Let's go. K-pop, along for the ride. K-pop taking over 2021 and we are on that bus. I am pleased. <laughs> I got my bus ticket. I got my train right. ticket. I got my plane train ticket, ticket, plane ticket. We are driving that train. Like K-pop's taking over the world in 2021. There's going to be a massive breakout of all of K-pop across the yeah. world, especially in the United States. We can argue it day and night. I know it's a sensitive subject because a lot of people say it and argue about it on Twitter, but BTS has paved the way in America. They're a household name. I heard dynamite in the car driving around Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania over the holidays multiple times. And it made me tear up because you don't hear K-pop on the radio in Pittsburgh. You hear it in New York every once in a while. They would play BTS for like a week and then took it off the rotation. But in a city like Pittsburgh, it hasn't gotten a lot of love. And oh, I mean, everyone knows who BTS is now. So The world is changing. And in that way, the world's changing for better. 2021 is going to be a big year in K-pop. So let's let's see what happens. We'll see if our predictions are right. I think Treasure is a safe bet. I'll be shocked if they don't have a breakout year. This is, it's set up for them to really break out uh, rookie of the year. ACE, those are my underdogs. That's um, mm-hmm. the big odds on that one. But I think, I think they're due and we'll, we'll see what happens with them. So exciting stuff 2021 let's do it queendom speaking of let's do it charity you know what time it is quiz time (laughs) one of one of our loyal listeners is very near dear to us said to me the other day you've got to work on the quiz time song (laughs) i was like oh we are um, oh did you not hear last week's episode we've been working on a long time it's something we take very seriously so Thank you for that feedback. Appreciate it. Uh, 
<laughs> I was practicing my acting so I could be in a movie with Bacon, but you're right. Gotta, <laughs> gotta work on the quiz time theme song. Oh, no, we always God. appreciate feedback. Again, please follow us on Twitter, NYC K-pop Queens. We post the quiz there, play along, take it with us. Let us know who you got. The link is in the description of the podcast you're listening to right now. So it should be easy. We're talking about all different labels, New Year's Eve concerts. We've got some drama coming up. We're going to get some hot gossip. So we thought this quiz was really appropriate for this week. It's called, can we guess which K-pop company you'll join? I'm so So excited because it's like, you know, you think about, hmm, which label would I want to be with? Which label would choose me? So Charity, are you ready? I'm ready. Okay. Pick a genre of music. Hip-hop, pop, electronic, or country? I'm going with pop. I am going with pop as well. How long have you trained to be a K-pop idol? One month? Six months? A year? Or five years? I wish it was a month, but I know I'm going to be that idol like Chan who has to train for 10 years and watches everyone else be successful. And then I finally get in a group, but we're still the underdogs. So <laughs> I'm picking five years. Same, I, th- I think I need five years just to make sure I'm at the top of my game. <laughs> right, for, for sure. Is this going to be another one where we have the exact same answer? <laughs> I mean, um, then we would be in the same the same company. That's true. That is true. That's true. It helps our, <laughs> our K-pop journey story. We will have known each other and been trainees and placed in the same group. Mm-hmm. Very exciting stuff. Okay. Charity, do you like singing? I prefer rapping. Yes. I like to dance. Or no. I would say I'm a better dancer than I am a singer. So I'm going to click I like to dance. Hmm. Here's where we diverge. <laughs> I clicked. <laughs> I clicked. Yes. I like to sing. <laughs> What would be your role in a group? Dance, vocal, rap, or visual? Uh, vocal. I want to be the lead singer. Okay. I'm going to pick dance again. Uh, we're going to get different labels now, so. <gasps> oh, no. Good job breaking up the group. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, we'll see each other. Yeah. At a well, workshop. trainees all train yeah. together. We'll be in dorms yeah. together. It's yeah. How many members will be in your group? Five. Seven, four, or nine? I'm going to pick five because I like the odd numbers for the formation. And I think that's a good number. Same. No, exact same. I think think for K-pop, seven might be the best number. But Mm -hmm. I would prefer five because when you get down to the financials, I'd rather split the money between five. But I agree with you. You need an odd number for the V formations. I think it's more pleasing to the eye and easier for choreography. Same. Five. Okay. What's your favorite activity? Reading, watching Netflix, learning K-pop dances, hanging out with friends. Watching Netflix. Like, yeah. that's all I do, so. Same. Same. <laughs> it's watching Netflix. That's all I'm doing, and I'm <laughs> really enjoying it. Okay, this one's a hard one. Choose your favorite group. It's hard. Uh, Twice, BTS, NCT. Blackpink, Girls' Generation, EXO, Stray Kids, or ITZY? I think I'm going to – I love Stray Kids, but I think I got to do BTS because that's what got me into all this. I'm going Stray Kids because they're kind of fresh in my mind and inspiring me at the moment. But there's – I could have easily picked five groups right there. Like, that's a hard one. 
<sighs> well, this makes sense. Okay, what did you get, Charity? I got YG. I'll be hanging out with Blackpink. That's a fun one. I, I bet. Maybe because of like the dance. Oh, yeah. Sassy. I don't know. Well, I got the natural one that I would get to SM. <gasps> um, jealous. jealous. Well, they knew that Bacon and I had to be together. Um, <laughs> wavy and CT hang with Red Velvet. There's a, there's a lot of good stuff. So I belong on SM Entertainment. Over your oh. time as a trainee, you'll meet other SM groups <laughs> like EXO, Red Velvet, NCT, and Girls Generation. When your group debuts, your bubbly pop single will quickly rise to the top of the charts. Congratulations. <gasps> Thank you. I'm very I'm excited. So I think I'll be a trainee at YG and then I'll head on over to SM. <laughs> Yes, I will gladly take this. Although, you know what? Actually, this cannot work out for me at all because I think SM, the, their splits when it comes to money aren't great. So you'll be making more money. Like, so, I mean, maybe I'll find true love, but you'll be making money. <laughs> I'll end up broke with my heart broken. So this might not work out. I don't know, Charity. <laughs> Things happen for a reason. Love this quiz. So much fun. Please let us know what you got. Who's joining me at SM? Who's joining Charity at YG? And who's going to be on JYP? Is anyone going to Big Hit? Right? Cube. Are people going to Cube? There's a lot. There's Starship. a lot of different labels. Starship. Where are you going, guys? Let us know who you got. Speaking of labels, it's time to get to the drama of the week. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Spell the okay. TM. Spell it. So... We all know, like, we're big fans of JYP because you have Itzy, Twice, and, of course, Stray Kids. Mm -hmm. But you also have Got7, who Charity and I got into later. It's one of those groups we were familiar with, but since we started doing the pod, they hadn't released something for us to review. So we reviewed them a few weeks ago, and we both loved it, of course. We loved the album, like their vibe. I mean, there's a lot to like about Got7 noticed that the album wasn't really promoted, right? Mm -hmm. Like it Talk felt like it. they're not promoting them at all, which is weird because they promote Stray Kids and the other groups really consistently. So mm -hmm. of course, Stan Twitter is always talking about how JYP doesn't treat GOT7 well. There's clearly a lot of drama and a long story. They've been in a contract for six years, I think coming up on seven their contract expires at the end of January 2021. So we're at the end and things are not going well, Charity. I know. <sighs> I'm a little heartbroken. Yeah. I don't know how to feel about all of this. We'll get into it, but I feel that way too. So a couple of weeks ago, news came out that my man, my bias, Jin Young, is reportedly signing with BH Entertainment. Not to be confused with Big Hit. That's what I thought at first. And I was like, what? BH Entertainment, it's a really respected acting agency. So a lot of famous actors are with that agency. He clearly wants to get into acting. Awesome. He's done some. He's successful. He's so handsome. He'll be a great actor. So that came out. And it was mm, interesting. I wonder what that means for the future of the group. You know, he could definitely sign with an acting agency and still be in JYP. Then. Then, Charity. Yesterday, news broke that your man, Yugyum, he's signing to AOMG. And do we all know whose label that is? We do. That's right. That's right. Jay Park. So Love that man. Oh. Here is the T. Here is the T. Here is the T. Charity and I love Jay Park. He's a super successful rapper. 
producer, CEO of two record labels. The dude's really successful and he's wonderful. Mm-hmm. Saw him in concert. We've talked about him before. He started his career as an idol. And he was actually in 2PM, who we've talked about because groups always do it. Always do that My House dance Mm -hmm. cover, which we love. Uh, Stray Kids just did it like last week. But he was, I think he was the leader of 2PM. And he was kicked out of the group. And he was kicked out of the group because of comments he made on MySpace saying he was homesick when he was living in Korea because he's from Seattle. He's from the United States. It came out later that the media mistranslated what he said. So all of the uproar from the fans wasn't really warranted and he shouldn't have been kicked out of the group. Shocker. Yeah, surprise, surprise. Someone gets screwed over over nothing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So anyways, um, he moved on and he started his own label. He's now a successful CEO. There's not great blood between him and the leader of the JYP label, whose name is JY Park. Very similar to J Park, but these mm-hmm. are two different people. I think Jay Park has said that JYP is kind of jealous and competitive with his male idols. He's he's thrown shade at him since they departed. Understandable. It's I would feel a little slighted if I got kicked out of my group when I'm the leader. <laughs> I wouldn't have nice things to say. Yeah, I think there's I, I get it. And, you know, Jay Park is really charismatic, really good looking. And smart as hell. And look mm-hmm. at the empire he's built for himself. So there's a huge rivalry. I mean, this is like straight out of a K-drama. So that news broke yesterday that your man is signing with AOMG. It, it hit the fan. It hit the fan. Yeah. The world exploded. The <laughs> drama and the gossip. I Oh my God, Charity. So <laughs> J.Y. Park, the head of the JYP label. This guy is the head of the label unfollowed three of the guys from the group. He unfollows Bam Bam, Jin Young, and Mark on Instagram. Yet Why he's still he following, right? he's still following Yu-Gi-Oh! Right? Jackson and Young Jay. Oh Interestingly, he also never, ever followed JB, who's the leader of God's Heaven. <laughs> so funny. So there is deep-seated drama and issues With this group. And I feel bad that they were on a label with a CEO who clearly hated them Mm -hmm. for this long because they really do put out great material. They're wonderful. They're great. I am really sad. Well, they should be at the BTS and EXO level. They're an older group who's great Mm -hmm. and they've been kind of suppressed. So the drama, I think, unfollowing, you're the CEO and a group's not going to renew their contract and you unfollow like a few of them on Instagram. Come on, dude. That's, that's some level of pettiness. Whew. It doesn't come off well. It's not a good look. It's not a good look to person on your personal Instagram page yeah. to unfollow their personal. And if you're going to unfollow them, unfollow all of them. All of them. To handpick the three that you supposedly, clearly he hates. It was just so bizarre. So bizarre. And then Yange, he then unfollowed JYP. Oof. And him and Bam Bam deleted pictures on their Instagram that they had with JY Park. So it has just been a social media. It's like watching a breakup, a celebrity breakup live. <laughs> yes. Like we're all talking about it. It is. There's some bad blood and there's some drama. Well, our review of God 7 will be our only one of them all together. <laughs> That's what's sad. I think um, what's funny is you would think the fans would be devastated because this points at them maybe 
not moving forward as a group together. Yeah. Uh, but the fans are excited because they feel like they've been treated so poorly yeah. by JYP that now they can move on. You know, AOMG is a ridiculously good label. They're known for giving creative control and money to their artist. So it's kind of the opposite of what you deal with as a K-pop idol. And I think that'll be refreshing. Mm-hmm. I hope all the guys land on good labels and maybe there is a world where GOT7 can stay together and just go to a different label. I hope so. They would have to change the name though because I'm sure JYP yes. will keep the name. Yes. The pettiness of unfollowing I don't think is going to be like, here, sure, take your name. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, we're good now. No, you guys can all stay on this label and do solo stuff on other labels. Oh. I I hope that – wouldn't that be nice if that's the case? I'm but y'all, we need to be realistic. He went on Instagram and unfollowed half of them. Like a not looking good dramatic girl that just got dumped or something. Like, <laughs> what are you doing? Just chill. At least here's the thing. If Same you're in this age, exactly. That's what I was just gonna say. Here's <laughs> we're gonna give a little life advice to our listeners. <laughs> Let's say you get dumped and it's public and it's embarrassing. Just stay off social media for a couple of days. Save face. Don't start tweeting stuff. Don't post stuff on Instagram. Don't. And for sure, don't start unfollowing real dramatically that person and all of their friends. Just chill for a couple of days. You look pathetic. You look like you're really upset and yeah. that like you can't. F- it's just that initial hurt reaction is never the best look for anyone involved. It, but, you know, it happens when you're young and you're in love. It, w- trust me, we're giving this advice because we've done this stuff we've, and feel stupid afterwards. Yes. Yep. <laughs> the best look is to be unbothered. You can want to cry on the inside and be very upset and vent to all your friends. That's fine. For but sure. To the outside world, you will seem kind play of cool play cool. Yes. Later, you unfollow the person casually, not yeah. a big deal. But also, that speaks a lot louder to the other person that has hurt you than mm-hmm. indifference is a lot oh, more it hurts impactful than emotionalness oh for sure someone ignores you that hurts more than someone being like you hurt me you broke my heart okay yep. duh but again these are all lessons you know take with a grain of salt whatever works for you that's just in our experience that's always like ugh, yep. don't do big public social media reactions especially not when you're a ceo of a company Especially when you're not a 49-year-old CEO. I, I don't think it was the right move. I think it was emotional and not professional is yeah, what I would say. Yeah, yeah. JYP, he's made wonderful choices with other artists. We've yeah. seen, you know, he gives creative control to stray kids. They're thriving. Yeah. They're doing great. Clearly, this was a relationship that soured. It happens. It's a K-drama. There's more to the story. Jay Park's over here. Like, this is a K-drama and it's happening. But yeah, I mean, it's not what I would do. And I don't think it was a good look. Yeah. If we worked for JYP, we probably would have been like, eh, we'll handle the social media. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't don't do that. (laughs) And the label, to be clear, the label, I know this is confusing. The label's called JYP and his name is JY Park. That's why the label's called JYP, his label. Uh, The label hasn't unfollowed these guys. (laughs) He personally unfollowed them. (sighs) I don't know. People notice. Wasn't a good look. It's so much drama. I just hope the best for all parties involved. You know, yeah. clearly this was a toxic work environment. It wasn't a good situation. Go somewhere else. It's a better fit. And um, 
selfishly for all of us, let's hope we get some GOT7 music. We know Jackson's fine. Jackson's over there doing his thing. I cannot wait to see what the other guys do. Oh, my goodness. You can being on Jay Park's label? Oh, Oh, get ready, girl. I am not. (laughs) Not That's going to be a good fit, but that's going to be a whole lot. We're ready. We're ready. Just crazy. Like, I just can't imagine. I know. Sorry, we'll move on. But it was an insane night on Twitter and everything watching this (laughs) unfold. And I love that somebody tweeted it. They're like, oh, my God. JYP unfollowed Bam Bam, Jin Young, and Mark. And then Bam Bam tweets back like a funny, you know, picture of someone raising their shoulders. Like, I don't know. (laughs) Bam Bam is so funny. So funny. Personality for days. (laughs) Yeah. It'd be a fun one to get a drink with. Oh, 100%. 100%. Yeah. Uh, I feel like it'd be easy to be friends with Bam Bam. He's yeah. a fun one. So that was a lot of label drama. And then we have more drama going on over at Cube. So we reviewed CLC last year, and I loved that song, Helicopter. I loved mm-hmm. it. And I thought, where has this group been? And what's going on that they're not bigger? Because there's a lot of talent here. Again, label issues. So Elky... She left CLC. Yeah. And like, I don't know what happened there. I mean, she said they didn't pay her for certain things. And wow. That's pretty bad. There was a lot of stuff in the contract that they didn't hold their end of the bargain. So yeah, that's sad. I think that's sad for the group. And I think that's sad for her. It mm-hmm. sucks when you're working your butt off and somebody else is profiting from your talent. And it, especially when there's a contract and they're not paying you. I mean- What's she supposed to do? Keep doing it for free and getting screwed over? That's a tough situation. So we don't know. Those could just be accusations. We don't know what happened. But I was sad to see that. And I wish her the best. And I wish the girls the best. You know, she wrote a letter to them on social media. And it was very, very sad. You know, that's that's tough. It's like when you have worked someplace for a decade and you have best friends and you quit it's the right thing for you and you know you're making the right choice, but it's sad. It's sad to say bye to these people. Yeah. And especially in that situation where they live together, that's a family. So that's tough. I want to send good vibes to the girls of CLC. And, you know, Cube is a label that's had some issues. I can't say I was totally shocked because they've had, you know, they've had issues. They're the ones that Pentagon, Edon left Pentagon. Mm-hmm. With his girlfriend, Huna, she left the label too because they weren't allowed to be in a relationship. And they kind of said, this is ridiculous. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> I think they thought that they could just say, "We, you know, we are together and yeah. we're not going to break up. And the label said, you're gone if you do that. So they made this big declaration that they picked their relationship and picked love kind of over their careers. Yeah, it was very dramatic. But that was Cube as well. And then you have, you know, a member from BTOB. There were some drug accusations against him recently in the past couple of weeks, and he's been kicked out of the group. And there's just a lot of drama with that label. It makes me, I feel bad for Pentagon. I'm like, please, guys, hold on. I love what you're doing. <laughs> but that's not nice. It's never good to use people and exploit them. And control them and make a bunch of money off them like that. That's a, I don't, I'm not super comfortable with that dynamic, especially to this degree. So yeah, yeah, we support the artists for sure. And in those debacles, but there's always two sides to every story. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. Just 
Wishing the best for all these people. Crazy couple of weeks. Um, <laughs> Gotta love it. Can't make Oof. this stuff up. Oof. JYP drama last night. I was like, wow. <laughs> Where's the popcorn? Here we go. And I feel like this is a feud that we're going to see now play out for a while. Mm-hmm. A battle of the CEOs, kind of. So Battle of the J-Parks. Battle of the J-Parks. Here we go. Who you got? <laughs> okay. So another news, perfect segment. Let's get into some news. Busy couple weeks, but a lot of good news. So we mentioned it. Shiny is coming back. We're going to have Yay! a shiny comeback in February. You know we'll give you a full review. We're both really excited. Six, they have a comeback in February as well. Red Velvet announced officially they're preparing a comeback. You know, Wendy is healthy and she's back. So that's wonderful. Rosé and Lisa are confirmed to be releasing solo projects. I know. It's exciting. Yeah. I think people have been waiting for that stuff from Blackpink. So I'm excited for that. Again, I'm ready for that concert of theirs. I'm not over being disappointed from the postponement. That'll be at the end of the month. You know we'll watch it and talk about it. My breakout pick for 2021, ACE, Steve Aoki, remix of Favorite Boys, comes out on Friday. Steve Aoki's been hyping it up. He released a teaser. We'll talk about that next week. It sounds pretty cool. Congratulations to Seventeen. You know, we record on Wednesdays, but... They're appearing on James Corden, and I believe they got an interview as well, which, you know, that doesn't happen with all the acts. So congratulations, guys. Well-deserved. Can't wait to watch that. BTS. BTS, just world domination. They're killing it. (laughs) Dynamite is now the longest-running song by a Korean act in the top 10 of the Billboard 100. It's been on the top 10 of the Billboard 100 for 13 weeks in a row. Wow. That's a huge achievement. Huge. That's not easy huge to do. For anybody, so exactly. K pop. Exactly. Like that's just a huge achievement. So congratulations to BTS. Speaking of dynamite, the Grammys have been postponed. Grammys supposed to be happening this month, pushed back to March due to COVID. For those of you that don't know, COVID is obviously horrible everywhere. LA is getting hit really, really hard. Yeah. So shout out to all of our friends on the West Coast. It's getting hit really hard. They're going through it. The United States is going through it. We've had a really tough couple of months. You know, we Mm -hmm. went through, I feel like in New York, we went through it. We got hit and we were scared. And then things started kind of getting better. And now, I don't know, winter, the weather cooled down. Winter started coming and the holidays happened. People socialized and now, yeah, it's just the rest of the country is getting hit hard. So Sending a lot of love to everyone, a lot of love to LA. I think it's smart for the Grammys to do this. It's not Mm -hmm. responsible. When hospitals don't have ICU beds, you probably shouldn't be doing an award show with people in close contact. Even when it's virtual, just the people that have to work the show and all the Mm -hmm. celebrities there with their entourages, it's not smart. So hopefully in March, things are better. We're hoping for that positive 2021 and we'll see the Grammys then. You know, March is Yungi's birthday. And this whole thing has been what he wants, he gets, you know, he kind of puts out in the universe what their goals are and it's happened. And he was the one that publicly said they won a Grammy. Mm -hmm. So maybe this is, I don't know, birthday month. Yeah. It feels like maybe this will be good news for them. 
I hope so. I, speaking of BTS, I loved what Nam June tweeted today. They had a lot of snow in Korea and all the idols were taking pictures and filming themselves playing in the snow. And Nam June made these like little ducks out of the snow and posted DTS. <laughs> so cute. It was so cute. I, I oh, thought it was the cutest thing. Man warms my heart. Yeah. I've had one of those days today. It was a little like up and down and that just made me smile. So huge props to him. I thought that was really cute. But oh my God, the NCT boys building snowmen and snowball fights and running around. <laughs> it just, it, it's so fun to watch them. And it's a reminder that these are these are still young guys, you know, they're so professional and there's so much pressure on all of them, but sometimes it's good to have a reminder that some of them are 20 years old. These are kids. So it's nice to see them have fun and let loose. I hope everyone's staying warm. Obviously it's winter. So depending on where you live, it can be cold. I'm okay with the cold. I don't know. I, I'm okay with it. I'm not, I don't hate winter prefer colds to be in hot like super like sweaty hot in summer humid yeah yeah it's nice to be in cozy sweaters and I mean I live in hooded sweatshirts and yoga pants these days but I'm okay with winter if you're not sorry hope you're staying warm if you're listening from Seoul and you played in the snow hope you had fun we enjoyed watching you next week again we get into our comebacks we have New music charity. Comebacks from Idol, Victon, Treasure. It's going to be a big week next week. So look forward to it. We can't wait to do full album reviews again. It's been a while. It's been a while. And thank you all for sticking with us. We know it's hard to talk about the same performances over and over again. We love reviewing concerts, but the end of year award shows, my goodness, we had so much. <laughs> mm-hmm. So much that I think we're excited to talk about new music again, and hopefully you'll be there with us. So thank you all so much for joining us. Our first episode of 2021 Charity. Yay! We did it. We have to go over our song of the weeks. What's your choice? So I'm very excited for this shiny comeback. Mm -hmm. And I love, 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 and this is a bittersweet again, Jonghyun. We were robbed of such talent. I mean, ugh, it just breaks my heart. Mm. I just adore him. And there's a song that I really love off of one of his albums. It's called Let Me Out. It's like a cool yeah. like R&B vibe. And he has this very like soulful, sexy it's voice. Sexy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is my aesthetic big time. For sure. Oh, my goodness. If I got to see like him and like Taemin on stage together. Oof. But he will be there in all of our hearts. Yes. Yeah, no, that's a great song. It's very bittersweet. I find it hard to talk about him and I find it hard yeah. to talk about everything with Shiny. Uh, just want to send some super positive vibes to those guys because I think it's yeah. it would be hard to record and, you know, do your first promotion and everything else after that. Yeah, just want to hug them all. And me too. Me too. It's a tough, tough situation. So, uh, just a big hug and a lot of love to people that are dealing with stuff tonight. You know, yeah. it's a sad situation what happened with him and it happens too often. And yeah, that really does. it's just very, very heartbreaking. There are people to talk to. There's there, there are resources, but when you feel that low, sometimes it's hard to get yourself out of that. So just, yeah. just hold on for another day, hold on for another few hours and 
eventually those feelings might morph into something that's a little better and a little more bearable. And Emily and I are always here. Like, seriously. For sure. DM us on Twitter. We will be here for you. No, for sure. Always. For sure. And that's it too. Like it's, it's okay to be going through that stuff. A lot of people have gone through that, those feelings and really, really tough depression. You don't have to keep it all inside. Sometimes just telling people you're having a bad day and having people listen means a lot. So sorry to get a little dark, but it's so hard. Like every time we talk about him, I feel like, oh. And I hate always bringing him up, but I just love him so much. And I discovered him after he had already passed and I didn't even know him and I was already so heartbroken. So if I had stand him beforehand, I don't know how I would have handled that because him and Taman were definitely my two favorites in that group. Yeah. Hopefully our listeners, and we'll talk about more when we review them, but hopefully our listeners get to, you know, bringing it up and talking about it. It's kind of selfishly, it's therapeutic. It's a really tough subject and there's nothing shameful about depression and suicide at all. It's, um, it's a really tough subject, but again, you know, we're here, like this is an amazing community and that's what we want from this is a community. We appreciate you guys so much listening and we've all, you know, had up different ups and downs and some people don't get it. And some people have attempted and, and are uh, totally get those feelings. So it's okay. Shoot us a DM. We're around to talk if you need us. Yeah. We got you. And we'll always talk about K-pop no matter what. So <laughs> even if, even if you don't, don't shoot us a DM, even if you don't follow us on Twitter, we're here every Thursday. We're here. About K-pop. <laughs> and sometimes as cheesy as it sounds, K-pop is such a happy pill for me and such a great distraction and mm-hmm. something to look forward to. And K-pop gives me kind of all of those positive things when the world's pretty dark and bleak. So maybe maybe you're like me and maybe listening to this can give you a sliver of that, hopefully. So sorry for getting dark, everyone. Uh, <laughs> Leave it to charity these days. <laughs> Right? You bring him up and you're like, well, I'm going to bring him up again. It's like, I can't help it. I really, it's so, I just was listening to him because Shiny is going to have a release. And no, I just, for sure. Again, we're going to have to talk about it. It's just, it's yeah. so hard. There's certain things that are really tough yeah. and uncomfortable. Well, and I'm like, yeah, we'll talk about when Shiny comes out, but it's a tough emotional thing. So I always am going to have that trigger and I might always babble a little bit about depression and mental illness. So thank you guys for listening and bear with me, but uh, I get it. I get it. And big, big, big hugs to everyone tonight. Now we talked about all this deep stuff and I'm going to do my song of the week. <laughs> What's your song all of the right. week? <laughs> well, <laughs> and that said, let's just be happy again. Um, <laughs> no way to segue. There's no segue. Yeah, no segue. Uh, sorry, guys. <laughs> it doesn't work that easy. Trust me, I know. But my song of the week is my ultimate, my light, my light, 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 someone who gives light and hope and happiness to me. And I think a lot of people, Bacon, Get You Alone. Yes, it's great. It's it's such a good song. That has to be my song of the week. I couldn't pick anything else. I'm so proud of him. Great way to start the new year. Like, let's let's start the new year with that vibe. Absolutely adore it. So that's my song of the week. And as always, thank you all so much for listening. We love you. We're grateful for this queendom, for our community. 2020 was a special year because we started this podcast. And Mm -hmm. I feel like 2021 is going to be so amazing. 
we are committed to giving you an episode every week and trying to evolve and grow and, you know, keep reaching new heights and new goals. And we're happy to have you along with us. So if this was your first time listening, please come back. New episodes every Thursday. And for our loyal listeners, we know who you are and (laughs) we love you so much. Thank you for tuning in yet again. Give us a shout. Let us know who you got on that quiz on Twitter. It's our favorite thing. We will talk to you next week. Happy 2021. Let's go out there and have a kick-ass year. Bye, guys.